The other day, I came across an article, The Healing Power of Laughter, Ways to Use Humor as Part of Self-Care. It was written by a licensed marriage and family therapist, uh, Vanessa Brown, and as I read the article, I thought about my fellow social work grad students who are in my master's cohort program here at the University of Central Florida. I can't wait. It's my last semester, so I'm really looking forward to it. But I also wanted to share on today's topic about the importance of using laughter or humor to help us decompress from stress. Challengers, welcome back to Challenge Me For You, where coaching, connection, collaboration, and innovation as a whole promotes transformation in health and wellness. I'm Nazia Basha, and this is Season 5, Episode 8. So, as I was sharing earlier about my cohort, and specifically a group of fellow grad students who worked collaboratively with me in creating a mutual aid group, the purpose of the mutual aid group is to provide support for fellow social workers facing burnout and compassion fatigue. And in this process, we helped each other, even after the class, to motivate and inspire one another. Particularly, we had this group member who is highly proactive, and he sends us humorous memes or jokes and articles to shed some light and add humor in our group chat. He is often known for his smile and positivity. His reasoning behind his smile and laughter was that he wants to believe humor is an essential part of our life that allows us to shift our mood and our thinking. Now, it's not about denying that life can be hard, challenging, and difficult, but in those not-so-stressful moments, laughter can have a tremendous impact on our well-being. So it's important to smile, laugh, and experience the joy and humor as part of self-care. So I'm delighted that he will be joining with me today on the topic of the healing spirit of laughter. And he's going to share his journey and experience on how humor and laughter helped him in his personal self-care process. So let's welcome Ashad Hips in a few seconds. And if you witness some gaps between our conversation, it's because it's raining right now here in Florida, and I recently lost some power for a few minutes. So I appreciate your patience, dear listeners, as we have this conversation. Okay, so he's going to be joining us shortly, so sit tight. Thank you, Ashad, for taking the time to join me today on this topic, the healing spirit of laughter and self-care. So how are you? I'm great. Um, thank you for thank you for inviting me um, to do this um, episode today. Um, I'm doing pretty well. Um, I feel, I'm feeling pretty rested. Um, I'm pretty good today. How, how about yourself? I'm good. I I like hearing the word rested. Uh, I'm in need of that soon because uh, I've been running around trying to get some errands completed. But that whenever you mention rested, it sounds so peaceful and calming. 
And I remember you mentioned it a few times in our uh, mutual aid group. So of course I know you, uh, but to get the listeners acquainted with you, can you share a little bit about yourself? Um, what do you do, some fun facts? Um, oh yeah, definitely. Um, I, yeah, uh, definitely. Um, okay, uh, previously, I have been um, a behavior technician, um, working with individuals with autism and other intellectual disabilities. Um, then, you know, after doing that for several years, I kind of transitioned into um, being a case manager, working with um, families um, who are receiving temporary assistance for needy families or a part of the um, TANF program. Mm -hmm. um, just working closely with the workforce consultant, um, helping those individuals um, get jobs and just helping them do whatever they needed to um, become more self-sufficient. Um, so once we were able to connect those individuals with jobs, um, you know, we would just go out and help them get anything that they might need for that employment, whether it be clothes, shoes, um, you know, just whatever they needed. Um, a lot of our families, they, they needed childcare. So I would assist them with um, filling out the childcare voucher um, so they, they could um, receive childcare while they are at work um, because, you know, childcare is one of those, one of those things that is very expensive. Um, after doing that for uh, about a year or so, um, then I transitioned into um, child welfare, um, where I was a family preservation case manager. Um, I kind of just worked with families, um, trying to connect them to services, um, whether it be alcohol and drug counseling, domestic violence counseling, you know, whatever services they may need to kind of get themselves back on track so um, they could receive um, their children back. Um, some fun facts about me. Um, I, I enjoy uh, watching basketball and um, playing video games in my spare time. Um, and I'm currently in my last semester of my master's of social work program. Nice. Uh, I'm sure you're very excited about that. Uh, graduating soon, right? I can Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Right, right. So sounds like you ha have a lot of experience working with families, you know, working with at-risk um, individuals, marginalized individuals. It seems like there's a passion uh, to help these folks. Um, and is that something that you kind of desire to move forward in the future to continue working with this particular population? Uh, yes, more and more. Yes, definitely. I, I really enjoy working with um, children, youth, and families. Um, I, I especially enjoy um, the, the family preservation work and also, uh, you know, temporary assistance for needy family program. I'm working in that um, because, you know, it just it just gives me an opportunity to just give back and you know to help others. Um, I spent a piece of my childhood in the foster care system. Um, so I kind of know, you know, a little bit what those uh, children are experiencing 
And, you know, if I can just help them in any way, help their parents in any way, you know, just get back home, um, you know, I, I would do that. So um, I really enjoy working, working in that program. That's lovely. Yeah, to have that uh, shared reality, but then you're giving back because um, you understand them better. You understand their needs, it sounds like. So now going into a little bit of our topic for the day and then maybe seeing how that also is an essential tool in your work. Uh, we spoke about, of course, uh, the healing spirit of laughter. Um, and I mentioned this in particular because in our group exchange, we often share a lot of jokes, memes. And in your life, what realizations did you have or how has humor and laughter helped you? Okay, yeah, uh, definitely humor and laughing. It definitely, it definitely helps me because I feel like a lot of people, you know, we just are, you know, so serious sometimes. And I feel like we, you know, we, we just take, we just take, we just take things way too serious. And um, that can definitely, you know, lead to a little bit of burnout. Um, because, you know, we're always serious. So I just feel like, you know, you should just always take some time to, you know, just laugh and, you know, have a little bit of fun. Whereas, you know, working all the time is just not, I mean, it's just not something that, that we should do. Um, and I feel like I've always been a person to, you know, try to make other people laugh um, especially, you know, if I just see that somebody, you know, may not be having, you know, the best of days, um, just a little joke or something could, you know, help, help uplift them. And even for myself, like on days where, you know, I feel like things might not be going the way that I want them to go. You know, I know that I can always find something to make me laugh and help me see the bright side um, of that day. Um, and usually that can that can turn, you know, that can turn someone's day around or um, turn my day around once I do that. So I just try to look for any old small thing um, that it may be a little bit funny um, to just to just help others. Yeah, and I can agree with that because, you know, oftentimes getting caught in the cycle of work and, you know, responsibilities, you kind of lose that joy or not that you lose the joy, but in the sense that you're just too concentrated on these things that you're not looking at the simplest things that can bring us bring a smile or bring us some joy. And I like what you shared about, you know, if you can reach out to someone who's going through some unpleasant time or some challenges sharing something that would bring a smile can make a difference and how does it help you um like in your personal and professional life how do you bring that how do you encourage that and motivate others what are examples oh, I, i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> i said what are some of the examples or some of the ways you bring that laughter is it through a joke or is it through like connecting with your previous experience and realizing something that it was just a small thing and the fun and the fun or humor behind that oh yeah definitely i try to um i try to just you know find anything that you know we could we could have a shared experience um to laugh about um 
I know with my previous employer, I would just, you know, kind of try to, like on Fridays or, you know, on Mondays, because, you know, people don't really particularly like Mondays. I would just try to go ahead and, you know, wake up early and uh, kind of find um, something uh, like a joke or uh, a funny riddle or something like where the answer is like really funny and really ridiculous. And I would just kind of send it out as kind of a group message to everyone. And then, right. you know, they would just have, you know, have fun trying to, trying to, you know, figure it out because, you know, when, when, um, when we're kids and everything, you, you have the little popsicles with the little jokes on the stick and, you know, you laugh and then, you know, as you kind of, as we kind of get older, we kind of trying to, I don't, don't want to say we try to get away from it, but, you know, we kind of try, we, we focus on other things. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to kind of reintroduce that, um, especially on Mondays, a day that, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, kind of dreading coming back to work. I just wanted to kind of send out a little joke or a little riddle or something that, that might be funny. And then on Friday, of course, definitely, I just want to find a meme or whatever um, um, to find on, on Facebook or the internet or whatever, and just kind of send it to those group, kind of send it to the group and, you know, just try to build up um, the positivity because who knows what people have been going through throughout the week. Right. Um, you know, they may not, they may not voice it or, um, anything like that but if I just feel like somebody's down you know it doesn't have to be on Monday or Friday or whatever if I feel like somebody's down and you know they're not being themselves I'm gonna go ahead and send them a, a funny joke or a motivational quote or or both actually I mean just right. whatever I can do to just kind of uplift that person and remind them hey you know it's important to take care of yourself too why not take this minute or a couple minutes to laugh at at this video or this meme or try to figure out this funny riddle right and has there been a situation or example in particular where you noticed that you were down or there was a situation with someone and it really it like when you started easing in and kind of detaching from that stressful event using humor did you have a situation or example that kind of shifted your perspective on how you looked at it, the situation let me know if it's if that was clear or not <laughs> that question oh no no your question was clear uh definitely um let's see oh uh, yeah I, I had an experience um with my friend in um the military where mm -hmm. uh the situation was you know kind of a little bit I guess I would say stressful because we, you know, we all went to basic training and everything and we were all used to waking up early and everything like that. But um, upon coming home, we were um, just in the Air National Guard. And so, you know, with Air National Guard, they just do, you know, one weekend a month, two weeks out of the year. Uh, so we kind of ran into this situation to where, you know, we used to waking up anymore early because, you know, you come back and you go back to your regular routine so you're not waking up at five you know five five forty-five in the morning anymore so you're not really used to it so uh upon returning our first time back we were in the kitchen and you know we were looking at the menu and everything like that and it was like it was just a lot and it was overwhelming because we weren't used to you know cooking for 250 upwards you know a thousand people mm -hmm. you know 
uh, we weren't used to that. So, you know, we went, we were looking, going down the ingredient list and we noticed that, you know, we had milk on the list. And we go to the, you know, the walk-in or whatever to go get the milk and we're looking for the milk and, you know, we can't find it. And so then we start, you know, grabbing, grabbing and reading all the labels and everything. And then we notice that it's this white stuff in a, you know, this white liquid in a bag. <laughs> so we flip it over and it turns out that, you know, that it was bad, that it was a milk in a bag. And so for whatever reason, that was just the funniest thing <laughs> that we had ever seen. Um, milk in a bag. And so we would just laugh and call it bag milk. And nobody would, you know, know what we were laughing at, but we would tell them. And, you know, it kind of didn't seem that funny to them, but to us, that was just the funniest thing ever. And it definitely helped us get through that day. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, there was, um, okay, there's this list and you're trying to look for this particular uh, ingredient or item. And usually we're so used to seeing it in a particular container and all of a sudden it's like not there, then you're scrambling. So I'm sure, uh, that, that was hilarious to witness like hey this is not even in the you know it was right there but in a bag <laughs> that's interesting right <laughs> uh, that's hilarious so to you how do you incorporate that do you do it like a daily practice do you actually intentionally go online to find something funny because this is like a, a practice that you want in your life Yes, definitely. I, I try to incorporate that throughout everything. Like I, I really enjoy watching movie, like a movie, any movie that's a comedy. I, I really enjoy it, and I always try to find. I never have a shortage of funny things on my Facebook page. So, it's it's. Agreed. Never, I figured upon myself to follow a bunch of comedians. So they're they're always posting uh, something funny. Um, I know I can always rely on um, one Kevin Hart to post. Uh, something <laughs> you know that's funny yeah, or i'll um go ahead and search something you know comedies on netflix or hulu or or whatever um just so i can um uh, have a couple minutes of you know laughter in my day nice not, a, not to be too serious right kevin hart i, I kind of also find trevor noah a hilarious he's, um <laughs> well steve who is who's your other favorites um definitely um it's a, a youtuber um by the name of um action jackson um he has a couple of funny funny things that i you know that i get to um that he, he posts a bunch of funny funny reaction videos that, that i get to to laugh at <laughs> i mean um him let's see gordon ramsay does some some funny stuff where he reacts to the way people are making food oh yeah um, you know they they try to they try to make food in a way that'll that'll get his attention so he'll do a sort of react video to it and um i think it's really funny when he calls people donuts <laughs> so, um, <Yeah>. donuts <laughs> yes he he calls them donuts interesting um, I have to look at. I haven't seen a whole lot of Gordon Ramsay lately. Oh yeah, I, I also um, I enjoy watching watching his videos. And let me see. Let me. I'm trying to think of another person. Um, Desi Banks is also another YouTuber that I um, kind of try to follow. Um, it's another guy on YouTube that does puppets. Um, his okay. name is his name is Traymore, and the puppet's name is Keisha. <laughs> 
and uh, they do funny uh, like call center type videos where Keisha works in the call center and um, Trey Moore is gonna be a different individual every time you know he'll just call and then they'll just have this funny routine where they go back and forth interesting now I have a list of uh, folks to look through and really pinpoint that's awesome do you have any suggestions that you want to give to the listeners today maybe like a takeaway quote or, or something a joke <laughs> um, uh, oh no it's fine um definitely um i can go ahead and give the listeners a um one of my favorite quotes um okay. by um Dwayne Wade the the quote is um, my belief is stronger than your doubt mm. um I really you know I really I really resonate that quote really resonates with me um because you know it's you know my belief is stronger than your doubt so it's like wow you know believing in yourself you know is something that you should you know, always do because others might doubt you, but you know, if you're believing in yourself, more than likely you should be able to get to the spot that you want to be. And um, that's just how I look at it. And that's what I'll take away from it. Um, there have been, and, and I really, you know, was able to see that within his career because there were many times where um, there were there was one instance in um in 2004 where he where he got a he got injured um he had a shoulder injury and you know everybody was counting him out and you know just doubting that he would be able to return from it and it was kind of funny to me because he he shaved all his hair off his head oh wow and he came back um the next year uh-huh. Um, with a shaved head and he went to the Olympics and you know did all of this and just proved that he was still you know able to do the things that he did before the injury and I think that was really inspirational that is inspiring yeah and I like the quote that you shared yeah because you know if you have that belief within yourself whether others believe it in you or not you just motivate yourself to move forward with that particular goal or how you want to navigate your life. So thank you. Is there anything else that you want to, uh, as we close, say or share? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I forgot to share this. Um, but my, the humor, the, you know, partaking in humor and comedy, it all started with um, the the show All That that used to come on, on Nickelodeon. Um, yes. Yes and everybody yes definitely i love that show (laughs) and it it really that show and and spongebob um a spongebob episode had me laughing so hard that i actually fell off the bed (laughs) which one was this one in spongebob now you're gonna make me look and do a research on that one (laughs) oh definitely um let's see it was it was the spongebob with the the episode with the nasty patty that (laughs) that episode made me laugh and then um (laughs) And uh, I'm, I'm not sure the episode numbers because you know SpongeBob has so many episode numbers. Right. No, no, I, I wouldn't want to do episode. I'm just trying to remember which one. Maybe it rings a bell, but yeah, SpongeBob. Um, I think when the there was when the health inspector was coming. Right. And um, I think they thought he was like a fraud or something, 
They thought he was uh, like mooching off of them and trying to get free food. So they just made the patty really, really nasty. Like just did everything. And then they thought they killed him. I don't know. It was just a funny episode to me. And then um, um, the hash slinging slasher episode. Yes, the hash slinging slasher. Brings back um, memories now. <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> definitely. So those were, those are my earliest, um, you know, memories of how, you know, I would incorporate the comedy because I would definitely rush home from school after a long, hard day of school or whatever, whatever's going on. I can always, you know, go to, you know, Nickelodeon and go ahead and watch, um, you know, all that and SpongeBob. And then um, on the Cartoon Network, I could go to, um, you know, Johnny Bravo. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and watch that. And Cow and Chicken. Um, Cow and Chicken was just always so funny to me because uh, I'm not sure how they, those were their kids. Those were their kids. And you can never, you know, see the parents, you know, you can only see their, their feet, the legs down. So I, I always thought that was funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. Now you brought memories to me because that was exactly what you mentioned. As soon as you got out from school, it was like a ritual. I had to go watch TV, SpongeBob came on, all that, Keenan and Cal. So interesting. Well, Shaw, this was great. Thank you uh, once again for joining me today. Uh, and as always, listeners, we are evolving daily here at Challenge Me for you. Be well, be safe. Peace. Yes, thanks so much for having me. Thank you.